are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley. This podcast delivers experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay Podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. Buddy, welcome back to the Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast show. I have a very special and exciting guest, someone that I've really, I say known, right? Because we know in the Facebook world and from you know seeing each other at events and on stage, but somebody that I've known for over a year, kind of been following on social media, and I'm very excited to be bringing his message to you. So today we have Dr. Alex Vidan. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. This is fantastic. Yes, thanks. It is for funny how how we look great. at that from. It's like, yeah, we see each other on on social. <laughs> we met each other, you know, uh, I guess a year ago now, and then you just keep catching up with each other. It doesn't feel like it's been that long since we've seen each other. So you have to say, well, Vegas, right? I just got right. to see you again in Vegas. And how many right. times at the Cairo Sushi Summit did you say, "Oh yeah, we're Facebook friends"? As you're yeah. connecting people while you're there. <laughs> it's true. True. I, I saw some people where it's like, no, we've met before, haven't we? And then you start thinking about it. No, we actually have never really met before, but you see each other on Facebook so much that it's just like, oh, I just feel like I know you all the time. So you know what? Not planned, but that kind of leads into exactly what I am really excited to have you on the show to talk with our audience today about because, you know, I would see you on social media and I would always see you doing different segments um, on news stations. And I always here's the thing. It elevates you. It elevates your credibility, your authority. And I would immediately think like, who's that guy? Like he's obviously doing something really great or, you know, he's obviously doing something that not everybody else is doing, which right. separates you apart and then brings that. I know that person and want to know that person. So give us a little background doctor um, about where you practice, what you do, just kind of jump right in. Sure. So, uh, so I practice in St. Louis, Missouri. I've been, uh, been here in practice for going on 15 years. Um, I started in with the news over a decade ago. Um, I, I like to say too, we don't pay for a single one of those segments. We don't, it's not a pay to play type of a thing. Uh, but the great thing is, is that we're on there consistently and regularly so that we have that, right? That credible authority. And I love getting to help other people do that too. So now we've done that over 200 times just in my area and we're helping other docs to see that same thing, see that same thing where they're getting on the news and they're becoming the local celebrity. They're becoming the local authority for health and wellness and things just to educate their community. And we like to make sure that we're getting that message out. We have an amazing message to share, but a lot of people don't know about it, right? So a lot of people just don't know what, what it is that we can really do to help them and to be able to reach that kind of a market is a, is a great thing. So I've been loving doing it. I'm loving helping other docs to do the same thing in their community. And it's been a lot of fun, but most importantly, it's been the opportunity to help people that we normally wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to reach. Exactly. And, you know, Tucker Max closed out the session in Vegas. And, you know, I think the biggest thing I'm going to ask you what you took away. The biggest thing that I took away was he really challenged, you know, um, really building up your credibility and your authority in the market. Yeah. So yeah. he did some of the Google searches and kind of showed what if he, as a lay person, not knowing chiropractic, goes out and starts searching because that's what people do. So sure. if 
your patient refers their best friend to you to chiropractic, the first thing they're going to do is later Google, you know, your sure. name, chiropractic, if they don't know much about it. So it's what they find becomes the perception, which I've heard you say this before, becomes the reality. Yes. So I really think you touched on with new segments, it's not a pay to play, but it's time and energy to do that, which I think maybe could be what stalls a lot of doctors. But I For think sure. it's very valuable in what Tucker Max was challenging us to do as a profession. Yeah, I, you know, I looked at, at all of that this past weekend, or I guess it was this last weekend, right? Man, it seems like longer than that, but <laughs> something like that. But, uh, but either way, it was one of those things where, yeah, the opportunity is there for us. We just need to make sure that we're in the right position to be able to help more and more people. So um, a lot of the common themes over this past weekend was about being the cultural authority. And what is it that you're going to have it as your face forward so that more people understand what it is that you do? Um, and if they're seeing one thing, is that really what they should be seeing about you? Or is it something else that's really the message of who you are? And so you tapped into too about the idea that Look, it's not a pay to play to get on the news, although it can be. You can pay, you know, five, ten thousand, whatever it is you want to do every time you're going to be on. And a lot of people that you see out there, that's what they're doing. Nobody that I help. That's not the thing that we recommend for any of them to do that. The idea, though, is that then a lot of us, we don't have the time or the energy to do the things that we need to do, like find the research, find out what's the topic, find out what the thing is. Who do we connect with? And whenever we connect with them, how do we make it that we're providing value to that audience? A lot of the speakers this, you know, at the last event we were at, it was the same thing. They were providing value mm -hmm. so that we would then say, hey, I'm gaining value from this and there's something that I can do to execute on that. And so that's what a lot of the news stations are looking for. They're looking for you to provide the value. But far too often I find that we don't know what that value is and how it is that we bring that to the table and how it is that we bring that to our community so that the, the right face is forward for us. Rather than when we Google and we find out, hey, this is what happened where this guy got sued and that you know lady had this bad thing happen to her and all this kind of stuff. Instead, how about letting people know what chiropractic is really about? Right. Yes, I love it. So share with us then, um, you help doctors um, through that process of being able to get those segments. I know, at least for me, when I'm working um, with many chiropractors, mm -hmm. it's really also a matter of what stalls is, what do I say? Just like you right. said. What do I yeah. state on the news? What do I talk about on the news? How do I best talk about what I have to offer so it's understood, you know, by the general public? So, do you help with um, that part as well? Absolutely. So, so I help people with that, you know, and you know, these same principles apply whether or not we're talking about being on the news or just videos in general. Mm -hmm. um, I find that a lot of times we aren't even using what's the easiest thing for us, which is, look, we can use our phones, right, to to reach so many people there as well. And, and I know that you help a lot of people with that, with social media in doing that. And if they just take action on those things, getting their message out, refining that, retuning that so that they understand this is how I can communicate in an effective way that actually makes an impact. It makes my message sticky. I want it to be to where there's something that grabs a hold of my audience that lets them go, man, I want to find out more about that. What is it that they do that they can use to help me as well as the audience watching your docs, right? So so those are the things that we help docs with as well to, to really grab attention and make sure that it's something that's interesting and inviting to them as well. I love it. I love it. So I want to talk some actionable things. I have a few questions yeah. for you. We didn't talk about beforehand. So here you go. Put you yeah, on the spot. Um, so, you know, I love social media and I think, yes. um, one of the things that people 
sometimes get confused about when they start to work with me is if we're going to do social media, we can stop doing everything else. And that is absolutely not what I believe. I think social media is a piece of the pie. And I think ultimately it can leverage the marketing that you are doing. So with you and what you do just right there in St. Louis for your own office, you know, how, give me, you know, just some um, insight information on your video strategy and then also how you leverage those news segment spots you get over onto social media. Yeah. So what we do is, is, and you have to be careful with that too. One of the things that I find is that, so we'll share those news spots, those Mm -hmm. segments that we do. But what I find a lot of times is that people don't realize that, if you're going on there as a guest, you need to have permission to do that. Um, the, the thing with working with the news is that they don't tell you all the rules, but they expect you to know all the rules. And whenever you don't know the rules and you mess up, then all of a sudden, and it's not by fault. So they just have so many guests that come on that they don't have time to tell everybody all the rules. And so mm-hmm. when you mess up, then um, a lot of the time, what ends up happening is that there's just they don't have an opportunity to then tell you, hey, you messed up, you need to fix this and do better. It's not an insensitive insensitivity thing. It's just literally, they are jam packed with so much going on that they just don't have time to explain it. And so that's one thing. The way that we leverage those things is, it's just what you said. We wanna go out and we wanna get outside of our four walls of the office. We wanna make sure that we're using social media to get the message out there to as many people as possible in our community. A lot of our, our messages get shared, not just here in St. Louis, get shared all over. And that helps other people, right? And so even if at the very least, if you're not gonna shoot your own videos, share somebody else's videos so that you can help more people with that too. We just posted something on our page today from the CDC that talks about how few people actually exercise and the problem that we're seeing because of that. We didn't write that, we didn't come up with that, but we're using it as a distribution channel to help more people to understand that as well. But really, I mean, when it comes down to it, you want your message as the one that gets out there to more and more people, your specific message, because the way you say something is going to be different the way that I say something. And if we can get that to more people, then you're going to resonate with the right people because those right people are going to be attracted to you. And they're going to be the people that the ideal people to help in your practice. So hopefully that tells you get some of that. It does. So here's my question. Like, is it against the rules if I like want to go live in the green room before I'm getting ready to go on air? It can be. It depends on them. So it can be. Most of the time, it's not. Most of the time, they're okay with it. A lot of the stations are kind of leaning towards like, no, get that out there to your network and to to your market so that they watch (laughs) us. Yeah. Talk about it. So talk us up so that they're going to watch the live segment. The problem that we're running into now is that we we are a a Netflix society, right? Like we're we're a society where it's on demand. And so it's whenever I want to watch something, I'm going to watch it then. And so I'm going to go online to watch that. Or whenever I'm ready to search for something, I'm search for that via Facebook or Google or whatever it happens to be to find out the information I want to find right then. So we've got to figure out how do we leverage all those points of access to get attention and direction towards you. But if you're not out there, if you're hiding, then the problem is nobody's going to know who you are. And being the best step secret in town doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do the people that you can help any good. It doesn't do your family any good. It doesn't do anybody any good. And that's where we see a lot of the frustration. So we've, we've got to get your message out there to more and more people so you can help more people. Absolutely. I love it. And that is exactly um, kind of what I'm all about and why I yeah. love uh, social media and now the ability. So something that, you know, a lot of people would focus on is, you know, focus on one channel, put all of your energy there. And I'm really about diversifying. You know, why would you want to be, I'll use the news we're talking about, why would you want to be just on NBC if you could be on 
all the channels, right? Because you're going to get a larger percentage of your uh, market in that way. So, you know, just quick ideas. Like if you are going to do something like this, tweeting it out, like, hey, I'm headed to ABC Studios today to talk about da da da, da. doing just a quick image and then doing an IG story. Those things don't take time at all. And it's real. They can tell it's you. It's not just a come to our office, schedule right. an appointment, right. you know, those types right. of things. So that actual engagement. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I yeah. want to ask point. you about something else as well. We didn't touch on just yet. Um, so yeah. you're a Logan grad. I am speaking at Logan later this year. So super excited about that. You said you don't know if you're coming yet. So I'm going to push yeah. you. Got to get you Please. there. Yeah. No, no, that'd be great. I just don't know <laughs> if I have a conflict. That's my only thing. I know, right? I yeah. don't know if I have a conflict. I just realized I don't have it in my calendar. So I have to make oh, sure. That's the worst. <laughs> when you don't have it in your calendar. Yeah. Nothing else gets booked out. Um, but I wanted to touch on, I've been working um, a lot recently with the Professional Baseball Chiropractic Society. And you were with uh, the St. Louis Cardinals when they won the World Series back in 2011. And that's definitely another area um, where you really can, again, build that credibility and build that authority. And I want to talk to our whole audience because, you know, I think, you know, St. Louis Cardinals, World Series champs, that brings a whole nother level, obviously, into it. But anybody you're working with, an essence of what you call an influencer, can also be leveraged. So can you talk to that just a little bit? Yeah, I mean, the opportunities that are there for, like you said, influencing with or working with influencers, whatever they are, those connections are everywhere. So I like to do a lot of that. So you know, in working with the Cardinals or working with whenever the Rams were here in St. Louis, I did some work with them too, um, with the organization as well. I mean, there's so many influencers that are in our network that we don't realize that are out there that we can do things with. I mean, right now we are both doing that, right? Like we're we're influencing and we're, we're networking with each other's networks so that more people become aware of both of us. Um, you can do like you said, IG stories, Facebook lives, you know, LinkedIn posts, what, you know, Twitter, whatever it is, but use all those mediums to get the content out there to as many people as possible. Uh, just from the pro athlete side, the college athlete, the peewee side, getting your information out there to show how you're helping more people is another way of just connecting and crossing bridges within that so that people understand you help, help kids that are, you know, peewee baseball or football or basketball or whatever it is, and that happens all the way up from there up to the pros, there's an opportunity that you're going to reach a network of people that's out there. So if you can say, like, like, let's just say you are working with a particular team or a particular athlete or a type of athlete. Let's say you like to take care of volleyball players. Well, why not just have that volleyball player and you do a video that you're talking about things that they do in order to help them? So let's say that they have a lot of shoulder problems. Well, maybe you're excellent at adjusting shoulders and helping with, you know, protocols with shoulders and everything else. Well, why don't you show this athlete doing what they're doing and then show them how they can then do different things or do the activity differently to get the most out of now the way that they're doing their setups or their bumps or their spikes or whatever it happens to be there, right? Those opportunities then is going to be something that they're going to share with their network. So if we do a video together, I'm going to share it on my network. You're going to share it on your network. And if you're the volleyball player that I'm caring for, then you're likely going to take that and go, hey, check out what I did. And you're going to share that to your network. Now, that network is going to say, well, you know, I'm having shoulder problems, too. And they helped you with that. Well, let me go check out there, too. And all of a sudden, it starts expanding out from there. We have those opportunities everywhere in our practice. doesn't matter if it's 
who take care of babies or geriatrics or athletes, whatever, they all have their own circle of influence. You just have to realize like, how can I provide enough value to them to where they want to then spread that message with more and more people to help more people in their community and in their network to get what they want out of it too. Absolutely. And here's the biggest and the easiest thing to take the next step. And I saw this question or I saw two questions within the last week just kind of related to this. One, a chiropractor said, I have the opportunity. I think I could sponsor a potential Olympian that is going to be trying out for the Olympics. What would I do? How would I go about this? And I saw somebody else comment and said, I have a new patient coming in. They're in, you know, an Instagram model of some sort. They have over 50,000 followers, uh, mostly local. How, you know, how would I go about that? And so really you just ask because, yeah. We're in a world where, first of all, if they're an Instagram model and they have 50,000 followers, they're only trying to get more. So you right. have to be like, yep, ready, win. <laughs> like, yeah, let me right. get you know myself down. Like, that's the only thing that's stalling that from happening. So don't overthink it. You know, don't send them a letter, send them an email, schedule it out. Like, just in the moment when they come in, hey, I noticed, um, you know, you do a lot of really great things on Instagram. We're trying to build our own following. Would you mind doing a quick story with me? That simple. So I think the ask is just what people need to do to just, you know, get over that next bump of it. And And if if I'm going to ask, yeah, and if I'm going to ask, like in that example that you gave with the IG model, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until they get some of the results that they're wanting before mm-hmm. I, I do the ask, right? I'm not going to ask on the front end before I've given them what they want to. So, you know, I if they're coming in for, let's just say, I'm an IG model, I'm coming in because I have headaches. Well, let me get some results first. And then once I start to get some of the results, then give me the ask. So then I can honestly vouch for you and say, no, she has actually helped me out tremendously. I used to have headaches that were debilitating headaches all the time. But now since I've been getting adjusted, man, it's doing better and better. And I want to share that with my network of IG followers so that you all know. And then we're both going to do, you know, we're going to steal each other's Instagram stories kind of a thing, right? So we're going to share that throughout. Exactly. I love it. That's brilliant. And then don't forget the repurposing part. So and that's yes. the other key piece is an Instagram story in itself lives for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. You can now, they do store in your archives, but you can highlight them, but you can also save them to your phone. Are you repurposing your um, Instagram stories in any kind of really just any ways cool and crazy? All the time. Yes. So the, what we do with our IG stories is I share, I'll take the IG story and I'll share it on our Facebook story too, just to have that as well. Sometimes if it's something that I can use more of, I'll go ahead and I'll take it and I'll put it on to either Facebook, I'll put it on LinkedIn. But now that there's IGTV, you know, we can do longer things, longer segments. So we'll take that and we'll put it on there as well as sharing it onto, depending on the content that we're using, we'll put it on LinkedIn, we'll put it on uh, Facebook, we'll put it on our, um, we're not as heavy on Twitter. Sometimes we'll do some stuff there. I'm just not as heavy onto that. I'm really heavy more on Facebook, IG, LinkedIn. Those are kind of my, my three platforms that I, I really stand from. But I'll also take those and put them on to our, our Google uh, page that we have. We'll take those same things and we'll put on there because we have, right? So we've got our Google business and we'll take stuff and we'll just keep putting out content on there too. So we'll take part of the video or part of the a, a picture that we have, a still frame of it, and we'll put it in the story there below too. As many different ways as you can think of, whatever you're on, use that and just come up with like, this is the, the, the order that I'm going to do that stuff. The more that it becomes the habit that you do that and write that out, the more that it's going to be, okay, this is easy because I don't have to think about the next steps. The problem mm-hmm. is, is 
like you said, I'm trying to think about, so do I ask the IG model? Do I send them an email? Do I need to do this? And all we get in the way of ourselves with all that stuff far too often and just taking action and then figuring out, okay, what's the quickest route for me to do this? I could just quickly write down like, okay, I'm going to do a Facebook live. I'm going to take that Facebook live. I'm going to then save it over here to my Instagram TV story. Then I'm going to take it. I'm going to write up a quick little blog about it. Then I'm going to take it. I'm going to put it on LinkedIn. Then I'm going to take it and I'm going to repurpose it as many ways as I possibly can to, to get the most out of it. But and then you get more excited about creating it. I think when you like yeah. start to realize, wow, I'm getting in front of quite an audience with this. Yes. And, and so the conversation is slightly different with each one of those. Would you say, I'm sorry. I said the conversation is a little different than in mm -hmm. each one of those. Right. So, so the conversation is going to be different on, on Instagram than the conversation is going to be on LinkedIn versus Twitter. Right. Because I, I'm limited on what I can say and time constraints and all those things. But at the same time, it's all still valuable content and information that needs to be shared. Exactly. Now, I'm slightly unimpressed with the Twitter comment. <laughs> so, I, I, wanna I get it. I get you, it. Yeah. I want to make my Twitter challenge. And I think this because I totally get it. Twitter yeah. is just, it's one of those things where you really have to be into it to be into it. However, what I do find is the two biggest targets that are on there are sports and politics. Mm. So real news, real live news. So all of your reporters, all of your journalists. So it could be a great way to start getting in front of or getting that presence in front sure. of your local networks. Um, and the other thing is just, so my husband is, we're real small in uh, Northern Indiana. Um, he's a basketball coach. Um, you know, he has played players, the coaches, the IHSAA here in Indiana. I mean, when it comes to anything athletic, Twitter is where it's at from, you know, when it starts at a young age, I know going all the way up because they want to hear the real time scores and what reporters are saying. So, you know, I'm all about Twitter. I'm trying to push it further. So I just had to give, that's it. I just had to go, you know, off yeah. on Twitter. No, no, no. I'm glad you did because I, I'm not against Twitter at all. It's just right. one of those platforms that I haven't really gotten that much into. And since I just haven't really gotten into it, I feel like my time's gotten diverted to other things. That's all it is. No, and that's exactly correct. And most are in same as me. So I've used Twitter, which isn't most popular, but I use Twitter as what I call like a content dump bucket. So sure. I have my zaps or my um, if this, then that recipe set up. Sure. So most things get pushed over get to pushed Twitter. Over. Yeah. Right, exactly. But yeah. well, Dr. Vidan, I don't want to take up all of your day today because I could talk to you and ask you questions really forever. But Thank I'm going to share um, a couple links in the comments so people can connect with you further on both, you know, utilizing video, leveraging, you know, really your position within the market. And then predominantly what I'm really interested in is getting more doctors, the credibility. So I think it really does build credibility at the core on news stations. But what else, um, before we close it out, would you like to share with our audience or just kind of speak to? Sure. I mean, I guess the, the biggest thing that I would like to say is, is that we need to get our message out there to as many people as possible and make sure that, that we're consistently doing that. Uh, the consistency is what counts. We see a lot of times where, well, I tried this, I tried that. And it's just like anything. If you try something once, you, you can go to the gym one time, but you're not going to get the results that you want. It's the consistency that counts, just like any of this. Um, and it doesn't have to be a lot of time that gets taken because of it. You can be really efficient with it. So just making sure that you're, you're following your passion of what that's going to work 
and how that's going to look so that you can then have your voice get out there to more and more people would be one thing that I would say. The other thing that I would want to make sure to say, too, is just thank you so much for having me on. Like, I appreciate the fact because I follow you, too, and seeing everything that you're doing and all the people that you're helping and the message that you're getting out there to so many is just really needed. And I appreciate the aspect of what you're doing because it's something that's truly needed in our profession and truly needed in order to get our message out there to more people. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's an honor to have you. And you nailed it. You know, JP Sears said that on stage, somebody asked the question of, you know, what, what connected or, you know, when did you go viral or something in that nature? And, you know, he said he was consistent with it. He just stayed consistent. I, I talked to Dr. Kalkstein, you know, who has millions of followers as a chiropractor on his YouTube. And he's like, I did three videos a week for a long time before it connected. And so yeah. I can imagine with you, you know, it wasn't like one day you were just this celebrity chiropractor. You put a lot of time and work into that to make that happen and turn it on. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's those things where it's the consistency that counts. So always. And, uh, that that's where it always comes down to, but we've got to find the easiest because we don't have a lot of time, right? We don't have a lot of time to make those things happen. So why not learn from somebody else like yourself that you, you know how to do it. So why not go to the person that you see as who do I see as the expert in that space? I'm going to go learn from them so that I can do it faster so that mm -hmm. I can, I don't have to, I don't have to figure out all the steps in between. I can go from a to F to M to Z. You know, like I can skip all those other spots in between and then get where I need to go so that I, I get there the fastest way possible. So so reach out to those people that are the experts like you in the field. Exactly. And so see, Dr. Vidana is going to help you create your videos, uh, elevate your authority, and I'm going to help you like leverage and push that out everywhere that's in right. your community. And that's, that's right. why. And that is why I keep my vault, which is open now, by the way, I do keep my vault minimally affordable because I don't teach messaging. I'm not a chiropractor. I didn't go to school to be a chiropractor. And to be frank with you, you know, chiropractors really have A to Z as far as services, messaging, offerings, what have you. And my real goal is to get you to connect that with your audience, to give you the tools um, and technology, techniques, if you will, strategies online. But I love working with partners like you because we do need more guidance. And how's the best, what's the best way to say this? What's the best way to put this together? How can I leverage my message in two minutes or less? And so right. we keep very affordable so you can utilize the services and get the experts in each of their niches and put that, you know, package together for your office. And we really do. We automate a ton of it. So build credibility, automate it. It sounds, sounds beautiful when you say it like yeah, that. It does. Yeah. As it should be. <laughs> hey, well, thank you so much, doctor. Um, we you. will be doing this and turning this into a podcast show. So check it Perfect. out as well. I'll be sending that over to you. But reach out um, to Dr. Vidian on Facebook. You can comment here in the messages or I'll put information in the show notes. But thank you, everyone. That is it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Cairo Social Tech Raw Show. We hope you heard something that you can use and implement in your practice today. We would love to hear from you as well. Please do leave us a review wherever you are listening to this. You can catch any of the episodes live on our Facebook page, facebook.com 
slash Purdue Nicole. We try to include as much of the details of the show in the show notes as we can, including the links to our supporters, Vitalogix Cloud EHR and Bolt Tape. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.